popping, y'all? It's AJ. Yo, what's good? It's Randy. Um, back with episode five of five. Wavelength. We here, we out here. Sorry for the <laughs> two, what, two, three weeks, like, intermission we had without telling anyone. So, like, we just didn't have a mic. TV. It's like, we literally just didn't have a mic to record. But what happened now? We're good. We're good. Since we've been gone, there has been a lot of... A fire new music that's released. So we're going to break forward a little bit and start with new music because I really just want to start talking about these like albums and like singles that came out. We're going to talk about all of them, but just like the really good ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, starting off with Tyler the Creator's most recent project, Igor. AJ, what do you think? Um, uh, Igor, like, what are your opinions, your thoughts? How do you feel about this project? How did Tyler do? Because I have my opinions, but I want to start with yours. No, I got you. Um, I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful. piece. Beautiful? <laughs> no, it was a, yes, it was a beautiful piece. Um, he did a completely different sound. Uh, I would say created a new sound, created something that was very authentic. Um, it made sense for Tyler um very i would say it was probably like i don't think tyler's trying to conform for the mainstream audience but i would say it's probably like the most mainstream friendly uh project he's put out i think i I would not say that i I don't agree with that statement but continue um and i just i love the story behind it i love the flow of it i just pretty much loves almost everything about it there's like there's not one thing i disliked about it i would say that uh, actually I, actually no mm-hmm. i did i did dislike I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call it dislike but i think it would set the tone which is what's necessary and it was uh igor's theme literally the first track i fucking love igor's theme i didn't like how long it took to start i didn't like how it's just like it's just set the mood for an well, entire like, and, project and that's, and that's what i'm saying like that's I, why i, I, I understood it uh, i understood it for it's literally called Igor's theme, so I understand why he had it there. I just didn't like it, and that's. I that, love the synth. Like this, gone. this project for me was basically just synth porn, like and synth that. and bass porn. Like honestly, Tyler is like a fine wine. He gets better with time, and I personally believe this is his best project yet. You can quote me on that. You can fight me on that. I Igor is his best project yet. <laughs> like no one else is making music like this. Yeah. Like, it's not a rap album. It's just, like, it blends genre. Mm-hmm. The sonic scape he chooses to use and just, like, it's beautiful. Like, yeah. the way he uses his voice. It's like a mixture of Fireboy and Cherry Bomb. I don't see that. Because, like, the distortion of his voice is, like, so there. And also with just, like, the synth. And, like, you can see the progression mm-hmm. from Fireboy and Cherry Bomb to Igor. And I do agree with you. It's just a beautiful project. Like, there's not... Honestly, in my opinion, there's not a single bad project, song on there. Like, everything is just, like, sonically pleasant. There's some hard, like, tracks, tracks that bump, like, um, What's Good or New Magic Wand. And there's some really soft ones, like, freaking Earthquake, Puppet, um, Are We Still Friends? Just think about it. Makes me want to start saying it out loud. Like, literally, <laughs> this project is just fire. Like... Even Anthony Fantano, the Anthony's busiest music nerd, gives it a nine. Mm-hmm. I rarely see this nigga give anything above a seven. Yeah, and he gives it a solid ass nine. <laughs> a nine, my dude. A nine. Like what? 
Oh my god. Yeah, literally, I'm calling it. This is my favorite album of the year so far. Nothing, nothing that's came out so far has topped this, in my opinion. I would agree with that too, but I think it's awesome. I, I mean, I granted it is early on, but this is it's halfway through the year, and like, yeah, it's halfway through the year, and I don't feel like enough people have really dropped albums. Um, this within the first five months or six months that it's been five months. Um, so I would definitely say it's the best album as of this year so far. I mean, it's, it, may, it may stay there. Who knows? Yeah, a lot of people have been dropping like some disappointing projects. Segue to Logic's confession. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I nailed it. Um, well, Logic dropped recently, Confession of the Dangerous Mind, and honestly, it was just meh. It didn't impress at all. It was just like kind of mediocre, like basic. There was a few decent tracks on there, but like nothing really stood out. Nothing that I'm really gonna come back to. Yeah, just I, just meh. I feel like uh, Logic is in like that same. I mean, Grant, I feel like he's been. He sounds every, like every other rapper right now. Hmm? Like the way he was talking about his project just sounds like every other rapper. In the and that's what I'm right saying. Now. Like he's. I feel like he he has steadily been progressing to where he is right now in the sense of releasing what he just did. In the sense of like, none of you rappers fuck with me. I'm the only one rapping about real shit and then rapping about how you so different I'm from icy. everybody. Else. I'm clean like no, <laughs> that commercial's <laughs> trash. So like, I think that's what he's doing right now, and because he's doing that, he's becoming too generic. Because like, he's trying to, I I think he, I feel like he's trying to like prove that he's so different from everybody else instead of actually being different. Like he's trying to pretend to be different versus actually being different. Yeah, like. He's trying to like tell us he's different, self showing us he's different. Like Tyler, he showed us he's different. Mm-hmm. He showed like by like also like another thing I didn't mention about Tyler's project. He produced the entire thing. Let's that's it. He produced the entire thing. The beautiful <laughs> sound you are hearing just came from Tyler's mind. But logic like that shit was just basic. <laughs> that shit was just like really fucking basic. I feel like I feel like Logic has a chance to come back, but I feel like Logic has been doing a, a lot of fighting in the sense of like I would say yeah, I guess it is like fighting for his spot, um, in the sense of like I made it up to this point. I think he's just I feel like to he's established, like, but he's still there. You're good. <laughs> um, I feel like he's like really weighed down by all the comments on social media that's saying like, oh, you aren't really that, you aren't really that good. You're kind of like trash and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But like. But like, I, that's but like, you can't, you can't, on a, on a project, you can't really respond to the internet. Because, like, there's always going to, the internet's always going to win. Like, there's always going to be more comments. You can't address everything. And it's just faceless. Right, there's always like, a hater. There's always going to be haters. So you can't just respond to that. Just like, do you be happy? Peace, love, and positivity. Do that shit. Yeah. So I'm just like, ugh. And I, and I feel like that's what, it, and that's why I said I feel like he slowly has been progressing to where he is right now. Because I feel like, most of his career, or I wouldn't say most of it, but I would say a good portion of his career or a good portion of his content has been responding to the haters, like trying to prove himself against the haters. Um, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, like do what you got to do, but it has become, I guess, overwhelming for him to the fact that it's overwhelming for us because now he's responding to it so much and now we have to listen to it. All it's like what Eminem did with Kamikaze last year and like that didn't really exactly. come out very like well. He, he's literally the young Eminem. And I'm not even saying that because like they're both white and they both rap fast. Well, I'm he's biracial. Saying, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm literally saying that because they're both on the sense of like you guys have fucked up hip-hop and I'm gonna do what I do. I'm the savior of rap. Right. Like, <laughs> but... Um, 
Yeah, other projects that dropped. Well, actually, this Friday, um, YG dropped his project for real, for real. Um, in tribute of Nipsey Hussle, R.I.P. Um, I listened to half of it. I haven't listened to the full thing or really like dissected it that much, but I enjoyed it. Actually, I did listen to the whole thing. That's a lie. I listened to the whole thing. Um, <laughs> Stop snitching. That's a fucking bop. I like the remix with the bit the baby on it. I'm just a huge fan of the baby. The whole it's a, it's a. I'm hesitant to say it's a solid project because I haven't really listened to it too much, but like I enjoyed it. I, I, you haven't even listened to it. Game. Okay, cool. Moving on. <laughs> Have you listened to the new DJ Pro, DJ Khaled project, Father of Hassan? I did listen to that. Thoughts? Um. I mean, granted, DJ Khaled is DJ Khaled, um, so I think it. He only has so much control of the flow of it. So besides that, I think it was fine. Um, I don't think he's ever going like top his first like yeah. project he did where it was just like t- like getting all these like features and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I did really enjoy it. No, um, I did enjoy it. It had nice sounds. It had like it was nice the collaboration. The song you. I fucking loved the sample, the Jodeci sample. Mm-hmm. Um. Celebrate was a decent track, even though I feel like I wish um, Post Malone was on the course instead of Travis Scott. I mean, Travis Scott is just he's he's that feature person as of right he, now. He's that he's that feature, but every time Travis Scott is on the chorus, it literally just feels like a Travis Scott song. Actually, I would. I it's funny I was talking to Rob about this last night. Is it? Mm. <laughs> no, tonight you guys excluded me. <laughs> Anyways, um. <laughs> Um, is I do agree with that for the most part. But Travis Scott does like dominate the sound of a lot of tracks that he's on, even though it's the feature. But I feel like for the new track, uh, the London with Young Thug and J Cole, I don't feel like that's actually the case. I feel like oh no, that feels like a J Cole track. That is it. <laughs> that, that feels like a J Cole track. It doesn't even feel like a J Cole track. It literally feels. Uh, the only reason like, to see that is because like his his verses seem so long and like dominant. No, it definitely is. It and like while Tugger voices Tugger's voice. Ah. Verse seems like more of a footnote in the song, even though I do really enjoy the track and do enjoy Tugga's performance. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like J Cole just dominates that track. He does, and I feel like I feel like that track. I'm not saying I don't think it's a bad track. I think Travis. I don't think Travis did the custom, the uh, chords necessarily justice. And I don't, I don't think it's a bad chorus. I think it just, it just wasn't. Um, are we talking about Celebrate or London? The London. Okay. Um, I don't think it was like fully there in the sense of like as somebody Travis like normally has very catchy hooks or like very like you know just pleasing to the ear. And I yeah. felt like it was very easy to ignore him um, on the song. Like it was like it was just like all right, like when is the next part coming? Because you're just making dumbass statements. Um, yeah, I feel like Travis should like slow down on how many features he's given out because like there's only so much Travis we can take in, and like I love Travis and like his voice and his whole aesthetic, but like he's been on a lot of features and not all of them has really been doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if it, so he's he's getting to be uh, quantity over quality. Yeah, yeah, definitely quantity over quality at this point. Damn, yeah, no, and I, and I can definitely see that and. Obviously, there is an example of that just recently. <laughs> um, speaking of J. Cole, he was featured on Purple Emoji with um, Ty Dolla Sign, Ty Dolla Sign mm-hmm. which was a solid track. Ty Dolla Sign's actually going to be releasing an album. I think this is his first album because he's only released like Miss Safe and, and Collab Project so far. Damn. 
That's crazy. And even though, like, he's a fucking, like, superstar in his own right, because, like, every time he gets on, hops on a feature, that right. shit pops. Right. No, that's crazy. Like, he's a hit maker. He's, like, he's, like, one of the, he's, like, Swaley, he's a fucking cheat code for the game. <laughs> but, like, I'm really excited to see, like, what Ty Dara Sign comes up with his new project. Um, Injury Reserve released their debut album. That was a really good Injury project. Reserved. Like, you said this... <laughs> Nigga. I apologize. <laughs> you said this to me like earlier this week and you said it was sort of like grunge rap. Like mm-hmm. and I really do feel that it's like very like aggressive. I do love the one song about like them just making fun of like the dude's Instagram channels they're like raiding fits and like seeing how much it costs. Like that shit's so funny. Oh yeah, like, no, so, that was really so funny. many of dudes like profiles pop up on my Instagram feed. I'm just like, that's so true though. Right. So true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really I really like the injury reserves project and like you just said i did say it was the current g i did feel like i feel like it was a project where their actual content isn't like their subject matter um or substance or whatever you want to call it um was different from everybody else's and obviously used to point out an example instance of like the instagram thing like that's really funny because it's actually happening yeah and and so it's like it, they did pick out things that are happening in society and, and also it, like the how to rap so like right. yeah that, no, that, bro, that was actually that so funny. like creative yeah, too like yeah. it was so like just using a little computer version just like and mm-hmm. then you do this and then like literally executing their like exactly fire. so i think like they're like really like putting that was just a, i would i would even i guess it's a different sound but I would say it was more of like a blended sound yeah. that they really came together like and did execute it really well um, another song that I feel like was executed really well is Isis by <laughs> Isis by Jones Lucas and Logic. Even though I just clowned on Logic, he did give a solid verse on like this feature for Jordan Lucas. Mm. And it's nice to see him on a track together because like if you don't know, they've been beefing for back and forth for a few years now. Mm-hmm. So like I'm glad he squashed that and didn't like escalate, even though it was like a pretty stupid beef in my opinion. Yeah. I forget what it's about, but like the fact I forget is like that's how like dumb it is. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good track. Check it out. Chance the Rapper released a new track, Groceries. It's a bop. It's a bop. Oh, it's a bop. A, it's definitely yeah. a bop. Um, it has a feature. I forgot the dude who was featured on it. I didn't have time to look it up. My phone's about to die. But yeah, um, apparently with that track, he's like telling people to post like dance videos to the track. And the best, like the one or two best people who are dancing to a track gets like free groceries for a year. That's neat. Like so sort of like dance. a broke man. Um, Submit it. <laughs> um, okay. Denzel okay. Curry. Denzel Curry. He's releasing a new product Zoo soon. I'm yes. excited. I'm excited. He released two singles, Ricky, which is a fucking banger. And Speedball, which is really good. Like I enjoy both of these tracks tremendously. I feel like they're both bangers in their yeah. own ways. Like, um, Speedboat's like a bit more like mellow of a banger, but like it's, yeah. it's still a fucking banger. Um, an artist like that recently, like I literally just fought up about him like two days ago. Um, Lil Tika, Lil Tekka, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I think it's Lil Tekka. Lil Tekka, he, he released a song um, Ransom. Shit fucking. It was a project. It was an album, I'm pretty sure. No, it's just a song. Oh, it was just one it song. It was just one song. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's called Ransom. Fucking slaps. There's a music video by Cole Bennett on Lyrical Lemonade. So, like, you already know he's about to start blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's Cole Bennett. Like, everything Cole Bennett. Cole Bennett's like fucking Midas. Like, my guy. Like, all his music videos are just fire. And, like, yeah. Um, any artists you would like to 
spotlight before we get into the news. This is sort of like reverse format. This is weird. Um, a very necessary reverse format, though. Very necessary. I do. Uh, I don't. No, I think I'm good on the spotlight. Okay, you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into the news, boys. Let's get into the news. We're still talking about sort of new music. Tory Lanez drops on plans on dropping his new project soon after he drops Broken Broke Leg, I think, or Broken Leg. Um, is that the name of the song? Single? Yeah. Um, and he had like went on his Instagram and he like posted the captions like, "Oh, you guys would have been at this project or something like that." Um, this is my toy, my record label wanted me to drop Broke Leg first, and then after that, then um, what's it called? Then drop the project. Um, and granted obviously your record label is like your boss and like your management they're supposed to take care of shit and like marketing and they have all of that stuff under wraps um however from sort of like a business and and like a artist integrity side i feel like that's compromising um in the sense that like toy lanes uh has to you know wait for a record label to like release his own music which is granted it's like a problem that's always been around um but i still think it's just like sad that artists are still subjecting themselves to record labels to deliver the music that they know that their audience wants for whatever reason i'm gonna play devil's advocate real quick i do not think it's really the mess of him as an artist that he's listened to his record label I just feel like it's him just like not buying the hand that feeds. Like once you sign that contract, like you sign away a lot of things and like some control is like part of that. But also, shit, fuck. <laughs> I literally forgot my train of thought while I was talking. Um, it'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. Let's let's move on from this. <laughs> well, well, the thing with that and like I don't. I understand it, like, in the sense of, like, alright, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Excuse me. But I also view it as, obviously, this is more extreme, but I view it as the same thing as, like, Lil Uzi or anybody else that has, was signed to a record label and couldn't have their music pushed because their record label was pushing them back. Earthpain is going through the same situation with Atlantic Records, I believe, or Interscope, I forgot what they're signed to. Um, and... For distribution, um, and I think like that's oh, like, that's what I was gonna say. I don't necessarily think it's fault because like once you sign a contract, record labels have like a lot of power. But like when you're searching for that bag and you sign maybe too quickly or like maybe with not the right people, like it can't affect you. And that's not necessarily always the artist's fault. Maybe it's like the people around them like pushing them to sign. But like I do agree that artists should have like more full control. But like also on the side of things like. I don't want to say the record labels know best because they don't always know best. Mm-hmm. But, like, they do know a thing or two about, like, how, like, market music and, like, get things in front of artists. And they do, feel, they do feel like the single could be a hit. Mm-hmm. Like, why not listen? But and I, and I agree with that. I do agree with that. And the only thing I'm saying is in this digital age, there is no reason to follow that. One, like, drop a single, drop an album formula. And that's all it is. Um, but it's a formula that it's a formula work. that works. But it's a, it's a it's, formula that works. But that's it's not the only way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a reason why, and I was telling you earlier about this. There's a reason why TDE works the way it does. There's a reason Dreamville works the way it does. Now, obviously, not every record label or even small person, individual person, is like a a powerhouse like those two things are. But 
they are great examples of how and granted they even use the formula themselves i'm not saying that they are exclusive in the sense of not using that formula but they are an example that you don't need to drop a single to have a popping album you know because if your album's gonna pop your album's gonna pop regardless if you have a single or not on your note, like, look at Tyler, he had no, like, literally no promotion, just, like, told fans, like, a, like a week in advance, like, oh, yeah, I'm dropping the album this date, and then he dropped it with, like, no singles, he exactly. just posted a few snippets on, like, his YouTube channel that, like, not many people were, t- like, talking about, mm-hmm. and then his album is just, like, fire. And, like, even, like, think about YG, for real, for real, um, he did... He, yeah, he didn't, he, like, he had no promotion, like, he had a few singles, like, he had, like, Go Loco and stuff mm-hmm. snatching that release before... But those, like, were already things that, like, so were sort of already, like, lined up in the sense of, like, yeah. stop snitching just lined up. Because, like, it's a whole... <laughs> I fucking love that song. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, but, like, there's things that already lined up, and I think, like, that's the difference. Like, you don't need to wait for your record label to say, all right, yeah, you can go release this project now, because that's is okay because if that single doesn't pop then they're gonna be just as like more disappointed than you and they didn't feel it's your fault for not reaching whatever expectation they set for you for whatever reason you know and i think that's worse than saying i trust this project to do well so i'm gonna drop it now okay i can agree with that um cardi b postponed moving on cardi b like postponed some concerts because she was recovering from plastic surgery any thoughts about this? I think it's just like whatever, like. Yeah, no, I, I literally don't. I, care. I, I honestly don't care. I, I already knew Cardi B was like sort of like had plastic surgery, like whatever, like. Yeah. Gotta I, do what I mean, you gotta do, like one, like when you see her on stage, like looking like ball as fuck, like you know, I mean, beauty is pain, I guess. Beauty is pain. That's funny. <laughs> uh, no, the only thing I would say about that is that, like, I feel like. I mean, granted, I don't know how long she's been planning to do this, but she could have at least done it in a more convenient time. She had to cancel a show. It wasn't like like it was like she was recovering. She was just recovering. Yeah, she was recovering from and like all like probably didn't feel like she was in the state to like perform at her best. Well, I'm not and sure. That's like, true. And that's I think true. She, like it's just like performance. So I feel like the, the people who bought your tickets so they get a Cardi B show, but like right, you want a, yeah. like a proper Cardi B show. Yeah, yeah. No, no, well, and that's understandable. I respect that. Um, back to Kodak Black. That boy Kodak. <laughs> Kodak's in jail again. Um, since we've been gone, he got arrested before he was supposed to be performing at Wrong Loud. Apparently, he bought a gun. More gun charges. And, he got, and <laughs> fraud. He, he, <laughs> okay, so, like, the word on the sign was, like, sort of, like, misleading to him, or he, like, misread it. And it was just, like, are you, like, he probably thought, like, are you, like, under any current criminal investigation? But it was just, like, have you... Like, are you like, a felon? Yeah, it was basically like the have you are you a felon question. It was just like nah, and he got the gun. And now, <laughs> and now he's like he got locked up, but now he's like beliefs on house arrest. Yeah, no, no, he's still in jail. Oh, he's right still now. in jail. Oh, oh, he's trying to get on house arrest. He's right not even now. trying to get on. I think it's more of like him trying to get. He's trying to get on house arrest, but he will be under like twenty four hours of Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then is. I know, but he's also trying to go back to South Carolina and take care of like those sexual assault charges he has there. Mm-hmm. Um. Things aren't looking very well for our young Kodak right. here. And I actually, I saw something about, like, I don't know if it was, like, his lawyers or his team or whoever would have said it was, but they had said that his low-income upraising is the reason why his decisions are the way they are, which is, I feel like, something we touched up on earlier in, uh, like, maybe episode three or something I mean, like that. that statement has, like, some validity to no, it. No, and it really does, but I think it's something that I've 
addressed and said before in the sense that like at this point like yes you have your upbringing but, but like, that, that is, shouldn't be an excuse right yeah like when are you gonna take that opportunity to do to, like grow, to and, grow and grow like, and be like be a become a better person. person and like surround your like it's all about the people you surround yourself like surround yourself with people who like actually want you growing stuff like people who are like mooching just like watching the quote-unquote show like go down or, or whatever mm-hmm so, like, I feel like Kodak definitely needs some, I guess, new friends. <laughs> <laughs> like how I need new friends. I'm right here, bro. <laughs> you, you guys fucking left me. Still, I'm still sorry. I'm still fucking... Anyways. Whatever. God, whatever. Also, uh, Smino. Is that... The Shmino. Shmino. Yes. Got Shmino. fucking... The Paradise Rock Club in Boston, I believe. Uh, called the cops on him and his crew saying that they had guns in on them in their tour Allegedly. bus yes um and when they had nothing and the police found nothing but during their performance um during his performance the police came and searched his whole tour bus and i think obviously like as a venue how to you how hire somebody and then you call the cops on them right afterwards that's pretty fucking crazy um yeah, that's some snake shit right there. Yeah, so I don't know. What do you? I mean, obviously you said it's a snake shit, but like, what like do you that's some like, like fucking real snake shit. I literally like like if I was in I guess if I was an artist and like going to like venues, like I wouldn't really trust like that venue anymore because like how are you just going like how are you just literally call the cops on someone that you're having perform at you and not even like and just while you're perform oh shit I'm going and while you're fucking <laughs> performing like have the cops go and search your fucking tour bus that's that's some fucking snake shit that's not okay right, like, that's did you, not did you, okay did you hire him just so you could call just, the cops just, just, just <laughs> fucking narcs everywhere <laughs> but um yeah cool. um uh, J Rock got the key to his home city. What's yeah, it that's called pretty. Again? Watts. Watts. Mm-hmm. Watts. And I think it's fucking huge. Um, he also donated like five grand to like a local community center or something like that. I mean, they're always donating money. Yeah. I think they don't tell nobody, but like, I mean, like, obviously, I'm not trying to put all of them together, but like, even like Kendrick, fucking, I remember like. It was like a vice interview. It was just like, oh, I saw, uh, so you donated like a million dollars to your to your high school. And you just looked at him and was like, how you know about that? <laughs> how you know about that? That's, that's how you know he's a real one. Because, like, he's not trying to, like, do it for publicity. He's just doing exactly. it for, like, to better, like, where... So, like, kids who are growing up in his situation mm-hmm. can have a better opportunity and better chance. Exactly. And much I think respect. that's why it's so much, much like, such a big thing that, like, J-Rock got the key to, to his fucking city. Because, yeah. like, from the fucking gutter. And it was just like, bro, I still, I'm gutter, still up now here. He's, like, at the top <laughs> and he's giving back. Right. And I think that's, like, very inspirational. Um, Keep doing your shit. <laughs> oh, YG okay. um, said he's still gonna release his the project he was working on with him and Nipsey. I did hear that. Which I'm excited for because after hearing the uh, song that Nipsey was on, I forgot to mention this earlier, but on the Fire Basad album, there's a song featuring John Legend and Nipsey Hussle called Higher. Mm-hmm. And like, beautiful song it's a great song it was kind of like sort of like heart-wrenching watching it for the first time no, like listening to what he's saying on the song and like gnawing like his feet because he he literally filmed the videos like a few weeks before um he died so like mm-hmm. rp once again but i'm excited and waiting i feel like yg will give that project some justice oh so too hey i mean yg also said that like but there's a, f- a lot of fake ass love 
like needs oh, yeah. to love. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think he will. Because like, like everybody wants to like be like, oh, I fucking love Nessie now that he's dead, but like didn't really show that support while he was like still alive. Exactly. And goes to like I forget who said this. Um, oh, it's just mirrors. It's like appreciate like the great water still here mm-hmm. instead of just like hopping on bandwagon once you're dead. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's just like death is what makes life valuable. So like, so I think people just forget that. So like, they're obviously valuing it more now than they did prior to it. Yeah. Um, J Cole was, um, accused of stealing artwork for KOD. Right. Um, by I I don't even know how to say his actual name. I think it's Six Mouse or some shit like that. Six Mouse. Um, or it's supposed to like Dead Mouse Five does. It's weird. Just go find it. So apparently, like he paid him for like some artwork, mm-hmm. but like he, like he was gonna use the, it was basically like the cover artwork for his album KOD. Yeah. And like he was originally gonna use it for something else, but he ended up using it for like the entire like promotional campaign and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, like they didn't have. Um, any like actual grounds or legal establishment of yeah it was, was just happening. like uh, yeah I'll pay you this and you give him the artwork but like I mean at least the artist did get paid but I feel like he probably should have got paid like more knowing, like us retrospectively knowing that that album like that artwork was used for his album and used like for promo and stuff so I feel like the artist have got like a bit a bigger payout I yeah. feel like it was kind of like so much shady on Cole's part yeah, and I, I do agree and with that. I, yeah, I understand that. Like, he probably just, like, after, like, a while, he probably just decided, yeah, this artwork's really dope. I'm going to make my album cover or whatnot. Yeah. But, like, even if that, just, like, show some love. Like, you're in position to, like, do a lot. So, like, why not, like, you know? You're right. Not, not, not linking us up to sales, but I do agree with that. And I think that's the only sad part of the situation is that there is, like, no actual documentation yeah. to support anybody else's side in the sense that because he, the artist did admit that, like, there was only a verbal agreement. Um, so I think... For, Get it written, kids. Exactly. Get it written. Never verbal agreements don't mean shit. Your word doesn't mean <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, like, and I think that's the only sad part in the sense that, like, we don't know what it was supposed to be used. I, I don't know... I can't. I'm not gonna fully believe what the artist says. I do believe that he probably, like, most likely got ripped off. Um, but in a sense of like actual establishment of the artistic direction, I think he's trying to like reach a little bit more in the sense that like I feel like because J Cole could have looked at his artwork, taken that his like the, the cover art, and been like drawn inspiration from it and talked to more artists about it mm-hmm. and the artist is claiming that the whole entire artistic direction was well, like was all was, him yeah, yeah. Um, it might have been based off of him but exactly like, yeah and I, I think that's like the only that's the only great part I really see in this and I mean either way like it's still a fun situation and he should still be compensated for artistic direction or ideas or whatever he put out there um but J. Cole if you did that Goddamn. Shame, shame. <laughs> um, let's end things off on a more lighter note. Um, my Lord and Savior, the Sixth God, Drizzy Drake, was fucking wowing at those NBA Finals on the court side, just like fucking wowing, trolling the fucking Milwaukee Bucks. Cause uh, I mean, it's his home team. He's at every fucking Raptors game. He's their fucking ambassador, like their second mascot. He's like, he's the guy. <laughs> And I don't know, like, the Milwaukee Bucks, like, coaches and, like, owners wasn't having it. Like, they were not very happy with it. The Milwaukee Bucks owner thought it actually was wearing, like, a fucking pushy t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> to, 
to like throw Drake, but like whatever. It didn't seem like to like, get to him. He was having a great time. Before the game, they also like gifted him uh, fifty five hundred. No, yeah, five hundred fifty thousand dollar jacket. Oh, I did see that. With studded diamonds all over it. Like his shit's wild. Shit's expensive. But yeah, I'm not sure if he's ever gonna wear that. But like, uh, apparently has like over like two hundred thirty-five diamonds on it. Why are you so obsessed with Drake? It's fucking Drake. He's running this shit right now. No, right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for his album. His album's gone. Which hopefully I'm, it bumps. Hopefully which, it bumps. Which I'm still not gonna listen to, just like I didn't listen to Scorpion. I no, I still didn't listen to Scorpion. Okay, whatever. Um. I'm not gonna take that personally. I'm not Drake, but I'm not gonna take that personally. <laughs> Alright, this has been Wavelength. See you guys next week. Um we're gonna listening. change our posting days to Sunday, so like tune in every Sunday for more podcast business in this fucking bitch. Um Short up. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>